Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to yet another Unplug Yourself. In this episode of Unplug Yourself, we're going to talk to Paul Caffin. Uh, but before we get into that, let's talk about me. Let's talk about Joe. What is Joe doing? Well, I etched out the first chapter of the book. Not the whole of the chapter, but I at least put a whole bunch of shit down into what I am calling chapter one. Chapter one, fire making. Uh, this is, uh, for those that are, don't know what this is about, this is the book that I'm intending to write, which is How to Survive a Zombie Apocalypse, which is an analogy for how to live life, how to survive life. I don't know if it's a good idea. I like it. There's a part of me that believes that it could be fun. Um, but mostly it's the challenge. It's the challenge of doing and writing a book that I think that um, I've always thought I should do and have walked away from many times. Um, so I think this is the longest first chapter I've written of one of the many books that I've tried to write before. Um, and you know what? I don't have a lot of expectations, but I'm just going to fucking do it. I've already uh, put this second chapter down. Uh, I haven't written anything, but the chapter two is about uh, water safety. And um, yeah, so I'm hoping that by doing, by starting, uh, I will then proactively work to answer and solve the riddles of my mind and what I'm trying to achieve with uh, this said book writing. So I felt good about that. Got something done, um, you know, and I think I'll try to do, hopefully, maybe do an hour, maybe a few hours. What am I going to do? What could I commit myself to? I say an hour a day, but I'm not going to do an hour a day because you have the weekends. But if I did five hours a week, that could be pretty fair. And maybe I could do five plus hours a week. Um, you know, it's kind of like a mathematical problem. You know, how much is, how much can I write in an hour? How much will get done? And then I have to go back and edit things and do stuff. But it's it's a start and I'm happy about it. And I thought I'd share that with you that I started uh, for those that have been keeping notes on this uh this journey that I am putting myself through this year. Uh, my progress with the uh, 10 pages a day is going well. Um, I have finished three books. Well, two books and one short book, um, which is pretty cool. I don't know that I've uh, ever really kept track, but it feels good to have finished uh, a few things. Um, but I have uh, decided to deep dive into uh, philosophy because I'm actually kind of interested in that, the the decrepit nature of philosophy. Um and uh, yeah, so I'm, I'm running two tracks of reading. I have my morning reading and I've got my evening reading in order to keep up with my page count. Um, my morning reading when my brain is fully awake and active and, and ready to receive the knowledge is for the learning uh, side, for the things that I'm doing, uh, trying to achieve and learn and understand about the world around me and myself. Uh, so that's the morning reading track. Um, and I'm currently dipped into The Republic by Plato. Said, fuck it, let's just do this. Um, it's hard to read that shit. And I don't even know if I'm really into the book part of it yet. Am I just in the author's part of it? Anyways, I'll get my head wrapped around it, but it's there. And in my evening reading, uh, I have kicked into the book Chaos Monkeys, uh, which is a book about a Silicon Valley guy, ex-finance guy, uh, doing his thing. Oh, God, I forgot to do the Do Not Disturb, uh, which is annoying. Um but anyways, yeah, it came through a recommendation of uh, someone I work with. He found it interesting. I always find people's success stories fun to read, so I thought I'd ride one of those out um, after reading one of my other authors, Terry Goodkind, who's more of a sci-fi fantasy guy, uh, and he's got a series he's kind of put back, an episodic series that I'll just go back in and out of as the time goes by, weather permitting. Uh, but yeah, I'm mixing it up. I'm, I'm sticking to it. 
Um, so yeah, thinking I was kind of thinking I wasn't achieving goals. I look at this whiteboard in my office with all the the things I want to do, and I'm, I'm tracking. I'm tracking. Um, the fitness stuff is going all right. I'm, I think I'm going to slowly get there. It'll probably take the whole of the year to achieve those things. But you know, goals, setting them, doing things, which leads me to what this podcast really is about. It, it is about setting goals. It's about committing to doing a thing. It's about changing your mind and going for something. It's about recognizing when, you know, that voice inside of you that's been nagging at you, your inner monologue has been saying, this isn't good, man. This isn't good. Come on. You got to get on top of it. You got to figure this out. No, this isn't going well. No, 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 no. Oh, shit. We're, we fucked it. Uh, in that moment, uh, and deciding you don't want to hear that shit anymore. You want to do something about it. You know what I'm talking about. Everybody knows what I'm talking about. You tell yourself you're not doing things well all the time. Uh, not everything, but some things in your life you don't like. You wish you did it better. You wish you could make a change. You want to do something about it. But you always walk back, a little denial engine kicks in, just kind of feeds you the shit you want to hear so you don't do it, so you don't make the changes. Before you know it, you don't fit in your clothes anymore because you're too fat. That's my story. And then you're like, oh, fuck, now I really have to do something about it because I, I don't want to go buy a bunch of new clothes for fat Joe. Um, that's just one of many of the things that was a motivating factor in my life to make changes. So that's, that, that's life. Life is full of curveballs. You're dealing with it all the time. What can you do about it? Uh, and that led me to inviting this guy, Paul Caffin, to the podcast because he did something called 75 Hard. Um, I only know a little bit of it, the periphery of it. Um, we had a good chat with him about it. And uh, it's you know an interesting thing. My interest in it, as I mentioned in the podcast, well, it's very much around the, the self-control, the accountability, the, the thing that it, it could teach you to you know, work harder for yourself. Um, to not give up on yourself, to set goals and achieve them. You know, I struggle with long-term goals, and you know, oftentimes I I will bail. Um, I have done things for long periods of time. I'm not saying it's all over the place, but sometimes when you know it's I'm up against myself in areas where I'm not as confident or not seeing the results, I might back out early. Um, you know, and there's some interest in in trying something. Uh, like that, which is very much a mental mind game uh, with yourself to push yourself. I like that. I like to challenge myself to be a better human. And for me, this smells of being a better human. Um, so yeah, this is uh, a chat with Paul as he goes through this and getting to know him a bit. We got a little bit, a couple other things in common around the old mountain bike land and me growing up in the mountains. Um, I'm very much a mountain biker by by heart and snowboarder. So yeah, I was always I was kind of fascinated. This guy that um, you know was calling himself a a manufacturer of mountain bikes. He was designing mountain bikes. I was like, well, who in Australia is doing that? It's like a single operator. Um, so it was interesting to get his take on it, on who he is and where he comes from. Um, yeah, so without further ado, this is uh, my interview with Paul Caffin, uh, a guy I know through the CrossFit community, but uh, also got to know a little bit better today. Good times, people. Enjoy it. You ready? I'm good. <laughs> Paul. Hello. Hey, mate. How are you? I'm good. So there's a couple of things I want to talk to you about. Yep. I know this sounds very like I have a plan. There's not much of a plan here. Well, you are. Don't you have a plan? Well, I do have a plan. There's a rough etch of what okay, I want good. to do. There's a little bit of getting to know you. I'm, we might get to know each other a little bit more here in a, in a minute. Um, but there was a couple of things that struck me and why I wanted to chat to you. One, mm -hmm. mountain bikes. Mm. Right. Okay. So that's going to be fun because I do want to dig into that a little bit. Mm. And then obviously you've been talking about the 75 hard thing. Mm -hmm. And I am keen to understand 
one, the motivation, mm. what led you to kind of go down that path? Because that's mm. a pretty, every time you post a thing and I read it, I'm just like, this is fucking crazy. Dude, you need to be on it. Yeah, I get that. I get mm. I get the commitment side of it. So, But I'm just like, put the why, right? Like, what, mm. where's your why in that? And I'd love yep. to understand a little bit more. Yep. Before we get going, yep. obviously I want to get to know you a little bit mm-hmm. for the fact that I know you better than everybody that's listening to this. But uh, one might say we don't really know each other at all. Yes. Right. Well, so, assuming that most people listening to this probably don't know me. Yeah. Not not as famous as I like to think I am. Oh. So yes, my name's Paul. I'm 41 years old. Yeah. I'm a and then actually until I read a, a excerpt out of a book the other day, I would normally say I'm Paul, I'm a mechanical engineer. I'm yeah. you know, I'm a father of two blah 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 and yeah. and now uh, I don't know if you've read the Untethered Soul. This is my no. last book on the 75 hard I'm reading. Anyway. Yeah. And he just goes on about like how he just you know, is that who you really are? Is sure, you're sure. named Paul? Does that mean your name's Paul? Well, anyway, I'm Paul. I'm a mechanical engineer. Yeah, I am currently in transition from being a employee to working for myself. Nice and pulling myself out of, of various predicaments, mm. and mm. Um, currently finding myself working towards something different. And you've got a three D printer. Oh, we need to play with that. That is, it's, it's shitty. It's the Audi I one. Know, but it's I okay. Care. It's fun, but yeah, it's but not I've great. heard good things about the Audi 3D printer. It works well as long as you can do stuff with it. That's you have to counts. tweak the shit out of your so, settings. Yeah, that's the problem. You yeah. really have to work the settings. And you know, when I was playing with that thing, figuring it out, mm. it reminded me of like a dot matrix printer. Yeah, you know, like if you just if the fucking lining is off and things aren't working right, and there's just some sort of, like the line and the print just doesn't happen yeah. properly. So it's like it's a it's effectively a 3D version of yeah. just piling shit up. Yeah, yeah. And so it's super fun, but it really like then I did I did 3D animation in school, oh, okay. and so I had to do a bit of that. Yeah. And so like building models and understanding all that yeah. sort of shit. So I kind of had a little bit of an advantage of like going, all right, cool, yeah. I want to print this thing and do it. Yeah. But of course, all the tools have come a long way since my young self yeah. doing 3D animation. But um, but then when I was doing it, it's just like it just would fuck up and do all this yeah. shit. You're just like, oh my God. Then you have to like think about everything in the world of like, it's printing like this pile yeah. of shit up yeah. and you really have to break it down in your head. So yeah. yeah. So like I we, I, I mean, I've been following 3D printers. For, I don't have one myself. Yeah. Um, but like I've been following 3D printers since my times at uni. Yeah. And we printed cool sh- stuff for yeah, yeah. our race car out of 3D printers. And yeah, yeah. Um, back when machines were like five, ten million dollars and yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. So I've been watching them come down and down and come down and down. And part of what I do mm. um, in with building bikes is that I'm looking at implementing some 3D printing into what I'm doing with the yeah. bikes. And the technology's coming and mm. it's it's amazing. And the whole in industry 2.0 revolution mm. is just gonna be nuts. Mm. And um, you know, I've just been I've been talking to some people about some um, 3D print farms. Oh, so yeah, instead yeah. of having yeah. a machinist shed yeah. full of 60-year-old guys mm. that be machinists, I only do the CNC, I only do the lathe, and you mm. have a whole shed full. You have racks and racks and racks of 3D printers. And yeah. an engineer goes around and you know replaces the spools. Yeah. And um, it's amazing. I can't wait for it, to be honest. Yeah. And it's just going to be so rad. Oh, so. even since I got that like a year ago or whatever, yeah. a year and a bit ago, when I was just yeah. happened to be at Aldi and it was like, oh, fuck, here they are. Yeah. And I just bought one. I was sitting in that it's glass like bucks. I was so just like, long. I was look- I'm, I'm glad that you grabbed it because I was about to. Yeah. I wanted it. Yeah. I, I was it. like, I was like, okay, well, this is rare. Because when they first came out, you couldn't get them. Like yeah. they went that fast. Yeah. So I was like, "Oh, if they ever," I said to myself, "If it ever happens again, I'll buy one and I'll yeah. I'll get I'll I'll crack it, right? I'll yeah. figure it out." It was fun, but mm-hmm. then it becomes down to like, "What am I going to print?" And then it just kind of sits there. 
because I don't really come up with what, a lot you, of things. Your first print wasn't cock and balls? No, it wasn't actually. I didn't really? print cock and balls straight away. Oh. One, I couldn't find the pre-made model <laughs> easily on the Look public board. Oh, no, I, <laughs> I did print some shit for my fish tank, some bits and pieces. No, it's not. no, no, none of that. Those are all purchased uh, yeah. models. But I mean, you know, nevertheless, yeah. it was fun. Like it yeah. solves a problem. Like I yeah. had to do a mount for my bike because it was like two different mounts. Yeah. So I just made my own converter. Yeah. So it's like Perfect. there's problems to be solved, yep. but it's more like, yep. like I couldn't think of a bigger thing. Yeah, and yeah. then it all came to outsourcing to a farm. Yeah. Yep. Um, follow anyway. up. Follow up question. How do you say your surname? Catherine. It is just as it's. I think as so. I don't know if Catherine. there's anything fancy about Where's it. Where's it from? Do you know? Uh, England. England. Um, um, there's some French people with my name. Oh. Um, there, there. No, there's a there's another uh, P. Catherine. Um, and I only started talking. That was Patricia Caffin, I think it was, mm. and only because I got her email. Oh right, yeah, and yeah. she was getting my email, so we yeah. s- talked backwards and forwards. But there's not many of us around. Okay. Um, but um, yeah, there's inscriptions in the Tower of London. So one of oh, us wow. was bad back in the day. Oh nice. Um, but um, yeah, I, family history is not really my strong point. But oh, yeah, no, no, no. Like it's curious. there somewhere. Did yeah. you grow up in Sydney? No. Oh, where'd no. you grow? I'm an Adelaide, well, Adelaide. country South Australia boy. Yeah, like, yeah. So originally born in Adelaide, uh, lived in country South Australia mm. from 7 to 17. Yeah. Um, back to Adelaide, um, uni, mm. travel, yeah. uni. Um, took 10 years to do a four-year degree, but hey, look, that's in the past. Yeah, yeah. Um, then finished uni, like got working and yeah. the dream was always to – like literally my whole mantra at uni was to build cool shit. Yeah, yeah. Like that's it. That's all yeah. I want to do. Yeah, yeah. Right, whatever it is. Um, mm. Race cars was my final year project. Right. Uh, first year uni, uh, we did a, um, a a business where we made uh, – we had to take a, a problem and make a business and mm. liquidate the business. Um, and I just was intrigued with just building cool stuff. Yeah. Um, bikes was always my passion. Yeah. Um, a uh, brief period I wanted to become a kite surfer, but I just didn't. Yeah. Uh, and I was only talking about this yesterday when I was at the beach. I was like, oh, I kind of wish I did, but yeah. mountains are always there. Yeah, yeah, true. Wind isn't always there. Yeah. And I, ha- I did make the choice. But like, yeah, mad mountain bike. I love it. Um, yeah. Been riding for, uh, what are you, oh, tw- 20-something years. Yeah, yeah, fair um, enough. Um, yeah. And road cycling for a while. Yeah. Build road bikes, build yeah. gravel bikes. Yeah. Um, probably since shifting out of Adelaide, never have taken back to the road as much as I did mm. when I was living in Adelaide. Adelaide's just so beautiful riding. Yeah. I don't know if you ever made it down from Tour Down Under during nah. your nah, never road got down there. career. It was all part of the idea, but I never made it. <sighs> it's, it's some of the best roads. Yeah. Uh, and it's just so easy. Adelaide's so easy for everything. Yeah, yeah. Um, and yeah, I've been to Adelaide. It's cool. It's, it's just yeah. a fun place. Yeah. Um, and... And yeah, Sydney, Melbourne can have their arguments as who's better, but yeah. Adelaide's just sitting there chilling. Yeah. Um, then, but yeah, we sh- uh, work uh, back in my dark days of oil and gas. Um, I was taken up to Brisbane, mm. uh, up there for four years, right. um, and that come to a to an end. Mm. Um, and an opportunity came up for my partner to um come into the family business yeah, down okay. here in sydney so yep. she grew up here mm. and there's always tension between us between adelaide or sydney right, right uh we tried to take the middle ground and have neutral grounds so brisbane was kind of like switzerland for us like it yeah, was yeah, yeah. 
No one had any kind of vested yeah. interest into it. Melbourne yeah. was never going to happen for me because I don't do skinny jeans. Um, oh. And it's too cold. Yeah. And Perth too far. Yeah. Darwin's too hot. Mm. Uh, Brisbane still pretty hot. Yeah, yeah. Pretty hot. Um, but yeah, look, my my time up there came to an end. We yeah. shifted down here mm. and gave me the opportunity to regroup myself and create Paul 2.0, I suppose. Yeah. Maybe, maybe 3.0. I don't know. I feel, I feel like I'm I, at a yeah, different at, thing. At my wedding, my groomsmen had like Joe 20.0. They ran through every version of me as their sort yeah. of speech thing. It was yeah. hilarious. Yeah. Yeah, uh, you know, we all we all go through different changes, right? You yeah, know, like the iteration, right? I I think we have to be always evolving. I mean, there's yeah. one of the things I believe in, which was interesting. Like when you asked me to do this podcast, like yeah. I never thought of myself as somebody that would want to talk on a podcast. And but, actually, two years ago, I probably never listened to a podcast. And it was actually right. funny. I was thinking about this before. My first podcast, people were saying to me, "Listen to this podcast. It's really right. cool." So I, thought, I jumped on a podcast and I'm like, "What is this?" All right, and and you look at what. You're supposed to, you know, who's the most popular podcast? Oh, Tim Ferriss. Okay, sure. Throw on Tim Ferriss. And then like, and like, listen to it and you'll find this hilarious. Mm. Um, I had no idea for three or four podcasts of listening that I had accidentally hit a button that was two times faster. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm going, I know Tim Ferriss is all about, you know, like efficiency, getting shit done. Like doing, I'm going, he talks so bloody fast. I can't even hear him. (laughs) Yeah. And I'm like, oh no, and I'm like, oh, screw him. I'm going to find somebody else. Yeah. I'll listen to somebody else. And I'm like, he's talking fast too. <laughs> what the fuck are these What is going on with this podcast? And I was <laughs> talking to my brother. My brother's big into this like kind of space. And yeah. he's like, nah, dude, they just, just talk normal. Yeah. And I went, hang on. What? <laughs> yeah. What's going <laughs> on? Because I'd only listen to it while I was in the car. True. Yeah. I'm trying to find a downtime. So you just trying to get it done. Put so it I'm on. Like, put it on, it. driving. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I'm not going to stare at my phone um, yeah. in case the police are listening. I don't look yeah. at my phone while I'm driving. And yeah, I'm like, yeah, of course. I'm not, I didn't know I hit a button. So, mm. and and so, yeah, my introduction to podcasts was quite turmoil. But then yeah. six months later, I just, I I started just, just consuming mm. so many podcasts. Yeah. And I just went deep into a lot of people, like listen mm. to the whole back catalog. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I, it was, it was probably from podcasts mm. that I, I've come across either who I follow now or do, um, that got me to get myself out of an interesting place and, yeah. and, and, and see that there's other options out there for, I won't say alternative ways of living, but just a different mantra that's been sure. smashed into me from, from birth that you go you work oh sorry you go you study you go get a good job sure you buy a house you get a picket fence get a couple of kids because mm. um, mm. it's 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 the paperback novel but it's not actually what life turns out to be 100 percent. Yeah. so yeah, i mean yeah. and um listen to some of your podcasts uh, and your your past is quite it's not the stereotypical mm. cereal box no. um kind of life yeah yeah and it doesn't make it right or wrong. Some people might say it's wrong. Some yeah. people just want to put their head in the sand and say only their way is right. Yeah. Um, so it's kind of interesting through this like growth phase and mm. looking into it that I'm able to come out the other side and have a look at, oh, yeah, well, then let's – what do I want to do then? Yeah, yeah. Like, what, what is it? So, mm. um, so if you ask me – so if, like if you asked me three months ago to come on a podcast, I was told you get stuffed. Yeah, yeah. Like, what like yeah. some middle-aged man sitting in a shed building bikes yeah, yeah. like what what of what but yes i i agree now that it's through sharing what i've 
tried to do over the last, you know, 12 months, I mm. suppose. Um, mm. People have reached out to me to get advice and yes. like, oh, how, how did you, why did you do that? And then, mm. and yes, the 75 hard mm. is the latest thing that has had a massive effect on me. Yeah. Um, and made me realize that uh, I just need to take opportunities and they come and just mm. get things done. And, mm. um, but yeah, look, to answer your question is why I got there. Yeah. Like, like, I guess, you know, like I said, I, I followed my partner down here to Sydney not knowing many people here, yeah, and starting a home business. Uh, How long have you been in Sydney then? Now, three years now. Right, right, right. Yeah. So it's first first year was just um, working by myself in my shed, mm, um, mm. building bikes, trying to create a business. And these were like bikes from the ground up, brand new, like yeah. Frame. I mainly only do custom builds, right? Yeah, like, but, but your your brand of what custom? So my is. brand and mm. also Evil. Um, so I'm, I'm Australia's second largest evil dealer. Yeah. Right. So I'm the only evil uh, dealer in Sydney for evil. Um, not trying to plug myself, but look, it's, um, and, and doing my own brand of titanium custom bikes, like roads, gravel, um, travel, um, and mountain bikes as Mm. well. Mm. Um, to then, you know, current stages is designing and and fabrication offshore, Mm. um, with the step to in-house 3D printing and carbon yeah. composite tubes built in Sydney. Wow. And like I want to build that all in here. It's just taking the steps up to that. Mm. So mm. hence why I've got such a big interest in when I see somebody's got a 3D yeah, yeah, printer yeah. on their desk, it's like, yeah, cool. Yeah. What can we make? I <laughs> would be weary printing a bike with that. No, no, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I wouldn't offer any load-bearing parts. Yeah, to no. be honest. I so, snapped yeah. something the other day that had been around a while. I was like, well, that got brittle over a year. Yeah, yeah, yeah probably. It doesn't probably light the sunlight. Bouncing on it, but hey, yeah, who knows? What happens? Yeah. So yeah, so like, um, so that's that's kind of where I am and what I'm doing, and mm. um, you know, mad mountain biker. I've mm. travelled. I won't say the world because mm. that's a pretty big place, but I have travelled to a lot more places with my bike than without. Sure. sure. Um, I love I love going and finding fresh trails. Yeah. Natural built trails that are gonna scare the mm. pants off you. Mm. Um, bike parks and stuff don't really interest me i yeah. want natural i want rocky i want rudy mm. i want to think while i'm riding i don't want to tune out and hit a berm and hit a jump and tweak yeah, it yeah. i don't like that yeah. and i've raced i've i've never been really good mm. um so, you know like i've raced internationally i've raced against wow. the world's best come dead last but sure, hey look sure. um and in one race a guy beat me with one crank yeah, yeah. um Thanks, Bam. Um, but um, like, yeah, like I just, I just, I just love. That's what I love about mountain biking in terms mm. of like, you, you can do go do whatever. Mm. You can take a bike, piss off to Tasmania. You can piss off to New Zealand. Yeah. Um, or go to Europe, go to France. Mm. Uh, been in been France three times mountain biking. Yeah, beautiful. Um, I kind of think the culture of mountain biking. So I grew up in the Mount Rocky Mountains. So oh, that's why yeah. I was, I was like, wow, yep. this guy makes mountain bikes. Like he's into mountain biking yep. at a more. At a, at a deeper level than some of the just rides here in Sydney, right? Yeah. Kind of like picking it up. And there's nothing against that. Everybody's got to get into it. Mm-hmm. But it, I don't look at Australian go mountain biking, right? No, it's not my first does. pass, right? Um, not that I don't think that there aren't athletes that can do it and people can get into well, it. Well, we've got some of the world's best. It's huge They just stuff. don't get – like Sam Hill's like world champion seven mm. times over. Yeah, yeah. Um, and goes over, changes his format to Enduro and just smashes them. Yeah. Uh, we've had Jared Graves and mm. Olympian. 
Mm. Um, and like they just don't get the TV recognition. Mm. They don't get the award ceremony. Some footballer does. Yeah. Or oh, as in look. Yeah. They're, yeah. They're, like we yeah. don't we don't see them. We mm. don't unless you are into mountain biking. Nobody knows about this. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and but it's it's growing. Yeah. And yeah we've true. we've said that for fifteen years, mm. and I think with the availability now of good e-bikes, mm. which is a topic a lot of mountain bikers don't like. Yeah, yeah. The but battery mountain bikes. Battery mountain bikes. Yeah, 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 battery with power Insane assist. Insane to me, yeah. They're so fun. Yeah, yeah. They ruined 20 years of mountain biking for me. Like yeah. I took one for a test ride. I'm like, yeah, this is fun. Yeah. This takes the fun bit of mountain biking for me. I like I like to climb. Yeah, like yeah. I'll, I'll climb, but look, I'm a big yeah. dude. Yeah. I'm never good at it. Yeah. Like you give throw a motor on my bike, take yeah. me to the top of the hill and let me have fun on the downhill. Yeah, yeah. I spent sure. years throwing my bike in the back of like utes and yeah. vans and yeah, yeah. feeling sick from sitting in the back of mm. a van going up a windy road to get to the top of a hill, mm. waiting for my mates to get ready and mm. um and, and, and downhill races and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. Whereas all that wiped away with these e-bikes now. I just <laughs> go out and have fun. I don't have one yet. Um, I'm very keen. Yeah. I'm very bike e-bike curious i suppose Ooh. like i've tried a couple <laughs> like, where do we go for that curiosity wait for, for evil to release one which yeah. like, i can't say anything when but it was a while away yet but anyway like i um i have taken some for a spin mm. and mm. they are fun yeah it's a whole new world that, yeah. that side i've seen a few uh, people riding around talking about it yep. uh, a buddy of mine's talking about you know he's interested because of that pure nature yeah. he's a big unit guy and yeah. you know i get it i totally get yeah. it it's like a whole new thing yeah um, you know, I, well, I grew up in the Rocky mountains. So for me, climbing was a critical aspect yep. of the ride. Right. Um, but it, I, I always found the mountain, bi- mountain biking community of people very much like a, a surfing community. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? There's kind of like that laid back sort of deal where, you know, you, you just kind of show up, you go where you're going to go, you go kind of pick a ride and you yep. go do these rides. And there's like these sort of goats that show up that just do amazing things. And then yep. there's the rest of us that just go and do these rides, yeah. you know? Uh, but anybody's kind of everybody. It's a very inclusive thing, yep. you know. Like everybody's really welcome. It doesn't matter your skill level. Um, but then I did the road biking stint, and it was just this whole fucking crazy hierarchy. Look, and Australian I, road biker. There's a shit ton of Australian road bikers that yeah, are just really are. badass. And look, I, I I always have had issues. Uh, not issue. Issue sounds like a bad word. But uh, the rules of Velo Marty. Like sure. the 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 rules of how to take your bike, like you got a road bike, you want to take a photo of. If, you, if your cranks aren't level yeah, and yeah. the chain's not on the big ring and on the small ring on the rear, and if you put your you know helmet on the cafe table and just these I, these I, unwritten I, stupid rules I that like yeah, yeah. like yeah. mountain bikers just don't give a shit. Yeah, yeah. Like I don't think there's rules like yeah. as in into that level, and it's just you got a bike, cool, let's go. Yeah, like let's ride. I feel like that's what it is. Yeah. Like in, like I don't care. Like if you're out on a trail somewhere and you see a mountain biker with a broken arm, mm. you f- dump what you're doing and get yeah. that guy to a, a out helicopter, yeah. whatever. Um, whereas I'd feel on a roadie scene when I was I was doing, it'd be more like oh they just go past and yeah. maybe steal your Garmin or something because yeah. it had good some good. KOMs on it or something. I don't know. Like, yeah, yeah. I, I found just, like it was like a one in five might say, "Hey, are you all right?" Yeah, it was very rare format. Yeah. You know, to do it. Even if I did like the Bobbinhead Classic, which is a yeah. a fun ride yeah. that you're just supposed to do for the fun of the donation. Yeah. And even there, you know, the yeah. people would blow past and you, you got, because and they're you competing. got guys that like like pro Hubbards. I think is would be the term, and they mm. they look down on on Hubbards who are 
you know, Hubbard's like a bad word in terms of like a new rider. Yeah, yeah. It might not have the latest kit and looking so sure. pro. Yeah. But unless you're getting paid to ride, I'm sorry, you're not a pro. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. you can there's a, and then even the guys that are paid to ride don't act like that. Yeah, yeah. Like there's yeah. these people that think cuz they've just bought all the latest fancy greatest mm. and look, some of them probably my customers like yeah, yeah. but like just don't be a dick. Yeah, don't be a dick. Yeah, that's <laughs> interesting. It's literally yeah. Yeah. I think that's it though. Like you know? just just fucking everyone's but that's out a, a bike. That's a mindset thing, you know. That's yeah. like the way ch- people choose to enter in. You know, yeah. I always I, I often uh, struggle with that rider passage problem, right? You know, mm. so like you think about it's 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 right it's it happens everywhere it doesn't matter what you talk mm. about but like in a corporate office and mm. a group of people like there's always this sort of weird rite of passage right mm. so you know at which point you work hard you grind you get to a point where you feel like get some confidence up and then you almost have that threshold point where you have to step into the fold mm. and that fold becomes inclusive because you indoctrine the rules mm. that they have you know the institutionalization and you talked mm. about even at the beginning of this conversation we were talking about you know there's no right or wrong way to live your life and kind of make mm. these decisions you know it's the institutionalization of things that really make it fucking weird and Mm. where all the assholes live right Mm. and so like when you institutionalize road biking right Mm. then you have to adhere to the rules of that institution and if you don't you're on the out you know or Mm. if you suck up and do it you're on the in yeah you know and then there's the upper echelon of just total assholes that are just like well egos my my big deal Mm. because i'm up here now you know once you're here then you you either kiss my ass or and I guess on. that's probably why you and I both love CrossFit because the egos yeah. aren't there. No. Yeah. Like, unless it's back squats. Um, like there's no <laughs> ego. Like it's, especially for me anyway, yeah. anything yeah. else I'm useless at. But, yeah. Um, I'm getting there on my back squat. Yeah. No, look, like it just doesn't have that ego. You can mm-hmm. have, you know, like a Australian top True. CrossFitter rock up to the gym mm. and they'll just put in work like everybody else. Yeah. And they yeah. don't look down on you because you don't have the latest Reebok Nanos or... Mm. No no. Yeah, they're normally standing there just giving you a pointer, helping you get where you want yeah. to go. They're well, trying we had to one rock you up out. the other day and she was amazing. Mm. And she and and she just did it, got in, do the works, yep. high fives at the end, and mm. we walk walk out feeling better. And yeah, yeah. That, I guess that's so I mean, in the transition for me mm. right now, yeah. And 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 working on this 75 hard, like mm. you know, I'm not riding my bike as much. Sure. Um I had to drop I suppose the idea that I was a mountain biker mm. and, and which is kind of hard when I'm selling mountain bikes. Sure. Like I just, I, I found myself needing, like I'd, I'd go to CrossFit and I'd, and I'd, I'd love it. Mm. And I'd, I'd get two months in mm. and I'm like starting to not see gains, mm. just starting to feel proficient. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like you don't feel proficient in CrossFit for ages. Yeah. Like, and I'd get in two, three months in, I'd start like going, all right, I'm getting good. And then mm. I would have lunges on a Friday and I'm mm. like, man, I'm riding on Saturday. Yeah, My yeah. legs are fucked. Yeah. Like I can't ride. And I'm yeah. like, hang on a second. What am I? CrossFit or a mountain bike? No. Yeah, yeah. All right. So I'd start <laughs> skipping workouts on Friday. Sure. Because I'd want to go ride on Saturday and Sunday. Sure. And then, but then I could just had to go, well, hang on a sec. And then I actually found... I just, I just would, if I missed a ride on the weekend, I'd be mm. grumpy as hell. Yep. Like what, what the hell I've just missed my yeah. golden opportunity. Yeah. Um, and then, but now like being at the gym, you know, five, six times a week, mm. I don't, if I miss a ride on the weekend, it's like, yeah. okay. Yeah, cool. yeah. Like I don't feel like I've just completely, um, 
gone against who I am as a mountain biker. I've sure. got to be out riding three, four times a week. Sure. Not everyone has time to ride three, four times a week. Yeah, yeah. To get good at mountain biking, you need to ride three, four times a week. Yeah, yeah. To get good on road bike, you need to be out every day, smashing yeah, yourself, yeah. smashing Ks. Mm. Um, not everyone has the time for that. No. And there's, oh, what are you going to do? Sit on an indoor trainer? That's not mountain, that's not riding. No. That's getting fit. Yeah. Like, yeah. Um, so yeah, like hitting the gym has just been, has opened my mind up to, well, I like that community-based feel. Mm. I like that um, there's no egos. Yeah, yeah. Like it's, it's banter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, but at the end of the day, you're only competing against yourself. 100%. Like we might log it on that app and, mm. you know, we'll check out mm. what everyone else is doing. And mm. I might sneak an extra kilo on top of you when yeah, we're doing yeah. back squats or something. Yeah. But like, that's it. Like, it's just a bit of friendly banter. Yeah, yeah. Like, I'm not. I'm not not going to associate you because you can't back squat 130. Yeah, yeah. Or 150. Yeah. Right? I mean, you could deadlift like a mofo. I can't. Mm. So like, mm. and I know that. And like, and that's what I really love about it. Mm. So um, that's, so it's found me out at this point now where um, I'm, I'm not saying I'm transitioning away from mountain biking. Mm. I can just see that I need to take, a sidestep around mm. it, mm. still do it, still mm. enjoy it. I mm. love going out with my mates mm. um, and I love I love riding and I love the bikes. I love mm. the tech mm. um, and I love geeking out yeah. and all that stuff. Yeah, I get sucked right I just mm. I just need to spend some time to focus on what it is that I want to be doing now Yeah, and not who I think I am and perceive mm. I am. I can actually go and do whatever it is that I mm. want. And that's where something like the 75 Hard has just, you know, made me realize that like you can just do so much more. Yeah. Like, uh, well, let's talk about, let's talk about yeah, the same let's, do it. let's do the, the, the why bit. So why, why did this, like, obviously this showed up on your radar as a thing. Yeah. Um, you know, what was that, that moment that, you know, I know with myself, if I, if I come across things like this, mm-hmm. there's this sort of like, Oh fuck, that looks fucking crazy. That looks nuts. So like my, so my, my, my why moment, why my, my thing, look, I, f- I had to fly back to Adelaide. 12 months ago, mm. uh, my mum um, uh, had a brain aneurysm go pop. Oh, wow. And yeah. um, I was looking at her sitting on hospital bed. Mm. She was very lucky that she didn't die. Most sure. people don't make that. Yeah, make yeah. that. They're yeah, usually yeah. dead before they hit the ground. Mm. She was quite lucky mm. um, or fortunate. Um, but then I was looking at her going, you know, and then I looked at myself mm. and, you know, I'm like my mother mm. and um, – and I just, I got, I remember coming back and I had an ear infection. Yeah, right. This, 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 this is a really weird why story, I must admit. No, 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 good. That's great. And I had an ear infection that was sticking around for a couple of days and then mm. I had like a burst eardrum. I went to the doctor right. and went to the doctor and I said, mate, look, I've got this ear that's going on. And he goes, and I said, look, I've just come back from, from Adelaide. I didn't get the chance to go look at it there. My mum was in hospital with brain mm. aneurysm. She's better now. And he looked at me. Yeah. And he didn't say a word. Yeah. He instantly said, take your shirt off. I'm taking your heart, uh, your right. blood, blood pressure. Right, right. And he freaked, started freaking out looking at me. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. He's looking at me probably, I don't know, 110 kilos at that sure. stage. Sure, Hadn't been to the gym in a mm. while. Mm. Had another off season from CrossFit. Mm. Hadn't been riding. Mm. Kind of lonely, depressed. Started yeah. my business at home, not seeing many people. Sure. Um, not really working out how to kind of regulate myself mm, mm. um and and i just went what yeah. my ear mate my ear yeah, yeah. 
And he's like, nah, man, take your shirt off. Like, I'm yeah, taking blood pressure. Blood pressure, yeah, the whole And night. he's just like, fuck, look at that. And he's like, uh, and he didn't say that, actually. He didn't say that out loud, but I could see his face. Sure. Then he went and got another blood pressure machine because uh, I have large arms. Sure. And apparently it might, might have skewed the reading. And then he mm. takes another reading. He's like, that's pretty high too. Yeah. And I went, dude, like, ear. He goes, yeah. no, let's sort this out. And then he booked me in for an MRI. Yeah, right. And like, was like instant, like, don't stuff about how old are you? Like, yeah. don't, we're not stuffing about with this. Mm. Um, and then I'm like, and I, I, to be honest, I, I actually just made that decision right then and there. Yeah. I knew what I could be doing in fitness space mm. for myself. Mm. I knew I wasn't doing it. Mm. And I just, I just knew at that moment, it doesn't matter what comes out of this scan or this blood pressure test, mm. I'm sorting this shit out. Yeah. Um, and, and I had to work out a way of doing it. Mm. Um, and so I started down, you know, well, I enjoyed CrossFit. Sure. I used CrossFit earlier as a means to get fit for races. Yeah, okay. Yep. Doing it doing it doing CrossFit wrong. Sure. Like I'd rock up and I'd do three months at CrossFit and because yeah. I loved throwing weights around mm. and I love the fact that I still got cardio smashing yeah. you. Cause yeah. like we all would sit there and do bench press all day if we could. Mm. But like some of us, some of us, I love yeah, it. definitely you. Yeah, well, <laughs> when you get up to the big weights, no, nah, yeah. look, and like you just, but I know I need my body type needs to be put to work. Sure. If I don't get put to work, I mm. just don't respond. Mm. Um, so that's what I love, like I loved about CrossFit. But then I'd get three months in and be like, no, nah, hang on, I gotta go yeah. off and do my race. Right, right. And I come back from my race, I'd go back to CrossFit, but then I'm like. Oh, I'm gonna get ready for a next mm. race. Mm. Oh, I'm gonna go like you know, uh, go to go to New Zealand with my mates. I've yep. Got to get ready for that. Got to get mm. you know, drop a few kilos for that. So I do yeah. use CrossFit as a as a tool, not as a kind way of, a of means life. to an end. I was yeah. a mountain biker. Yeah, yeah. Doubled in CrossFit to be better at mountain biking. Be better at mountain biking. Yeah. So then I, I um, I just realized I needed to change, mm. and so it was really interesting. And it's, and I've been thinking about writing a book. Yeah. And, 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 and I actually still do Like I actually, I, I used, I, I decided the way out of this mm. was I needed to help myself. Yeah, sure. Right? And through podcasts and through social media, you know, there's people out there that give content because sure. they want to help people. Sure. Um, and, but everyone's telling me oh, social media is bad. Sure. You can't use social media. Social media is making you feel like you're missing out. Sure. On things, right? Mm-hmm. So do you know what I did? What? I hacked my social media. Okay. As used the buzzword of the day. But yeah. like, so I got rid of all the stuff that made me feel shit yep. on social media. Mm-hmm. And I started clicking, liking, and following people that I inspired to be like. Yep. So for six months, I followed just CrossFitters. Yeah, yeah. And not the glam model mm-hmm. version of yeah, CrossFit, yeah. like... Just okay. the hard workers, the people the, that are grinding. Put yeah, in yeah. the work and mm. they, they, they load the content up. Right? Mm. And I just went – and then like every day I'm sitting there staring at this stuff mm. and then suddenly sitting on the couch didn't feel like an option anymore because mm. I wanted to aspire to be these people. Yeah, they're, yeah. Constant, they're up at, at the 5 a.m. class. Mm. They're, they're smashing it. Yeah. Um, so I'd follow these people and suddenly like I just found this natural – Oh, what do you? I just naturally felt myself walking into the gym. This is motivation, right? Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, it fosters motivation inside of you because you you know the effort required. Yeah, yeah. So I I I I I dropped the mantra of myself, the mm-hmm. image of myself being a cross uh, a mountain biker, and I went, well, let's just give CrossFit a go. Yeah, and let's not put an end date on it. Yeah, yeah. And for the first time in my life, um, 
April last year, I basically then I haven't put an end date on my CrossFit. Yeah. And I just rocked in and mm. I did the work and mm. I, I rocked in as many times as I could to start off with. Mm. Might have been twice, three times a week to yep. start off with. Um, then I got to four days a week. Yep. Got to five days a week. Mm. Like five days a week CrossFit. Yeah, yeah, right. Oh, what? Yeah. Okay. Then I went six. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, this shit's good. Yeah. Like, and it just feels normal. And once mm. I got to that point where I could do um, CrossFit six days a week, I mm. knew I'd heard about the 75 heart. Mm. And I knew then I was physically able to do it. Yeah, sure. I didn't – and I knew enough about the ideas behind 75 Hard. I didn't mm. want to go into it just willy-nilly. Yeah, yeah. I knew that once you start, you got to do it. Yeah. If you don't, mm. you put you into a bigger hole than you were mm. beforehand. So, let's, so tell me what are the, so the sort of tenets of 75 Hard. So 75 Hard is part of a Live Hard program. Sure. Um, created by Andy Frisella, mm-hmm. um, who's big on the Instagram podcast space. He's yep. a multiple business owner, very successful, mm-hmm. has a very enviable car collection. Sure. If right. that's something you aspire to be. Yep. Um, he's he, he's the owner of a protein supplement company. Sure. Right. The difference here, this is not like the Max's challenge where mm. you must buy their product to do their challenge. Sure. He doesn't give a shit. He doesn't yeah. care if you buy their product or not. Mm. He only wants to make you better, mm. right? Um, and he has spent a, his 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 mission over the last several years now mm. is to make people better because he needed this discipline in himself. So mm. he created this program that is an all in. Like mm. it's it's you start it on day one. Mm. It's seventy five days straight. Yep. It's two workouts a day, mm-hmm. forty five minutes. Mm-hmm. Uh, one has to be outside. Yep. You have to read 10 pages of entrepreneurial slash self-development books a yep. day. Yep. You have to read the books. Don't just sit and listen to audio books. That's yeah, cheating. yeah, to read. That's cheating, yeah, read. Right? Yeah. You, gotta yeah. you take a selfie every mm. day. Mm. That was the oh, hardest. Selfie. Oh, selfie shit. every day. I didn't know about that part. So millennials love it, but you got to take a selfie every day. Yeah. What um, kind of a selfie? Just a selfie of yourself? Progr- progress shot. Oh, yeah. oh, progress shot. You don't have to upload it anywhere. And th- oh, right. Yeah. You just, you got to take it for yourself. Mm. Um, you need to drink a gallon of water. So I drink four liters of water a day. Sure. So I'll probably be running out to the toilet at some stage. Yeah. Um, no alcohol. Yep. So zero alcohol for the 75 days. Um, and uh, stick to a diet. Now yeah. the diet can be what is suitable for your goals. Okay. If right. you want to get bigger, mm. yeah, smash it, smash up the calories and get sure. bigger. If you want to lose weight, stick to a diet that's going to induce that. You know you what it that. is, yeah, yeah. right? Mm. Um, the workouts can be whatever the hell you want to do. Mm. You know what it is you need to do, yeah, yeah, right? Um, but one has to be outside yeah. every day, rain, hail, or shine. Mm. Mm. Okay, look, if there's thunderstorm, cyclone going over your head, maybe yeah. stick to yeah, yeah. non-treed areas. But, yeah. like, you just get it done. Yeah. Um, and I tell you what, it's the whole. Re- I'm back on it again now. Yeah, so you've done it once. So I've, done, done, it, I've done it. I've completed once. the 75 yeah. days, and there's something that ticks in, or it ticked in for me. Mm. Everyone's things is different. Ticked into me at week three, mm. and so my so my diet mm. for me and my goals is I wanted to cut out processed foods. Yeah. So as close to just clean eating. Clean as I yeah. can. Mm. No dairy, no wheat, no sugar. 
Oh, that level of processed, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. So uh, with that as well. Yeah, yeah. Right? So I'm, I'm trying to eat things as close to what they are mm. as possible. Now, look, I could be counting macros. I could be mm. doing a lot mm. of counting calories. I'm not. I'm, yeah. I initially started low on carbs mm. and I realized when I was okay. getting blurry eyed and couldn't see out of one eye mm. that I probably need to up the carb level a little mm. bit. So, but like I just, just eat rice or potatoes. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I don't not And no fries. So I'm clean, trying to get out of the carbs. fries. Yeah. 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 So just, just taking it back to, cause another, another program that I looked at to previously was the whole 30 and it was just mm. whole foods for You're 30 right. days. Just right. do it. Mm. You know? Um, and the best thing I loved about 75 hard is that it's, it doesn't cost you anything. Mm. Like, as I work at home and I work for myself, mm. I don't have endless funds to go yeah. buy a certain protein just so I can do a program. Yeah, sure. Uh, like, it's just, just do it. Yeah. Don't have to tell me about it. Just do it. Just pure grind. Commitment. Just, just do it. And and it's self-discipline. Self-discipline. Yeah. There's no website I upload mm. to. There's no one keeping me accountable. Mm. But I know whether or not I've hit those goals or not. Yeah. Like, last night, yes, yesterday, we spent all day up at Stockton Beach for mm. all driving, having, mm. having a hoot. Yeah. Got home, 8 o'clock at night, stuffed. Been mm. driving... Back from Newcastle, mm. like been up there with family in the sun all day. Mm. What I do? Chuck my weight vest on and went for a walk. Yeah, yeah. Like it just—it's yeah. not a case of I've been out walking at one o'clock in the morning. Yeah, right. You just get it done. Get because it done. you've got until you got to bed. You mm. go to bed mm. to sleep. Ah, right. So, that's so you've your got day. You've your got day your window day. is from the time you wake up to the time you go to sleep. Yep. Whatever that is. Yep. And mm. so you—you you can if you, uh, there's stories of people going to bed and waking up. At, mm. And realizing they stuffed up, they've got up and just gone got for it a done. run at yeah. two o'clock in the morning, mm. or they're on a six o'clock flight. They're up at three in the morning to do work to get like, it done. To get it done, yeah. Mm. Um, and um, yeah, it's just, and it's the first time in any kind of fitness based program that I've done that mm. I've actually carried through with it. Yeah, and I've bought programs before. Mm. I've tried signing up for things mm. before, mm. and this one just. This needed. This made me do what I needed. I knew I needed to do, mm. and that was the mm. discipline. Yeah. Um. So I just went hard at it, and yeah, yeah look, like week three kicks in, and it's mm. just, man, yeah. dude, you can't explain it. Like yeah. it's just, you know, like that in that moment in the movie Limitless with um, yeah, 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 um, Bradley Cooper. Yeah, Bradley. <laughs> like, and just the world just gets getting focused. Yeah, yeah. And like, I just remember sitting on the air bike at the gym yeah. and Scott will tell you about this. And he just saw this beast come out of my face sure. and I was trying to rip the arms off that thing. Like yeah, yeah. an absolute madman. Yeah. And my body just didn't stop. Mm. Like, and I, I tried to do that before and I'd get 10 cows in and then suddenly just I'm hitting gassed. the wall. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. no, yeah. didn't stop. Yeah. Didn't stop. It just kept on going. And I kept on pushing. And I went, this is going to go, this is going to go pop at some stage. Yeah, yeah. Brown smoke's going to come out of my ears. No, it didn't. Yeah. And, and I just started being able to push the hardest I've ever been able to push in mm. workouts mm. and PBs or whatever aside, mm. it was just this level of commitment and just mm. grab the bar and go for it. Mm. Like, and just, it's just, it's just, it's so unreal mm. um, to know that um, your body's becoming capable of just things that you didn't think were ca you're capable of before. Sure. You just grab it and you go for mm. it and you know the self discipline that you'll just smash it mm. and get through it um it doesn't matter what it is mm. uh, um you just bite in yeah and you hold on and you get it done um and there's you know when i first started back like mm. like i was just at the gym and i was last at every workout sure, sure. yeah um 
I was so overweight. Mm. I literally had to, um, I had to go buy new gym clothes. Yeah. Cause my gym clothes didn't fit from yeah. the last time I tried to get fit. Sure. And I, and I, I just remember that feeling. Like I didn't have gym clothes that fit me to go yeah. to the gym. Yeah. And yeah. I'm like, fuck that. Yeah. Like it's like, it's just a bad state of affairs. Yeah. And here I am supposed to be this mountain biker and yeah. riding all the time. And I was just yeah. not. Yeah. But know, that's, a, I mean, that's so. a lot of pressure. You know what I mean? Like the, yeah. the perspective you take on yourself versus the internal thing. I mean, what is the, like, I mean, I can see a, so many things that could happen as a result of doing a program mm-hmm. such as that. Have you seen anything come beyond just the program itself and filter into other aspects of your life? Yeah. Like right. that, and that's and that's the number one. That's like this isn't a fitness program. Yeah, seventy five hard is not about getting fit. There's plenty of other programs out there to get you skinny or fat, or, sure. or you know, fit quicker. You get you fat that, too. There are programs. Yeah, programs there. Are fat. <laughs> no, but seriously, like at yeah, one yeah. stage, like I was in such a state. Mm. Um, like my my body type, I can go up and down ten kilos in weeks. Oh yeah, like my body type, I can oh, wow. I can stare mm. at a burger or. And beers, and I'll put on a couple of kilos. Like, yeah. But I can also drop it pretty quickly. Sure. Right. And I actually, I actually thought at one stage, I went, I could get really fat and jump on the biggest loser. And mm. I could probably win that. Yeah. I'm like, fuck that. What a weird motivation. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what, what? I'm going to just kill myself to get yeah, yeah. fat and get oh. on there and get skinny. Like, but I, I, I literally, like, I got to a point, like, I looked at myself in the mirror and I remember, like, thinking there was a stage that, I needed, I wanted to go to the doctor and get myself on antidepressants. Right. And right. that was also another point where I said, mm. I I know what I need to do. I just need to put in the work to do mm. it. Mm. I was, I was, uh, you know, various things got me into that state. Mm. And look, there's a time and place for everything and yeah. people need um, mm. f- when they've got chemical imbalances. Sure. Um, but I, I made the decision that I wasn't, my brain wasn't chemically depressed. Mm. I wasn't minus chromosomes or endorphins yeah, yeah, or exactly, hormones yeah. that regulated my stress. I just needed to work out how to tap into it. Mm. And I knew I wasn't living up to what I wanted to live up to. Mm. And that was the main motivation for me to get behind, get back into the CrossFit. And then 75 hard is just that next step. Yeah. yeah. Like it's just like, I can't, I can't explain it. Like it, it, it's, you just need to do it. Mm. Like, and I've had so many people reach out to me mm. that have followed, you know, I put up posts on social media for myself. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. and I, I don't use it to, I mean, I have my business page, but I don't do it to try to get, I don't want, I want to be an influencer. Mm. I, I, I don't, I don't get it. But like, I never understood the ability to affect people's lives just mm. by doing what you're doing. And mm. when people actually see that you're actually out there doing it, they yeah. want to associate to it. They want yeah. to do it. They want to know more. Mm. Like I, I, I was out there grinding and people are messaging me going, keep going. Yeah. Like I'd, I'd do this thing where on my nightly walks, I'd touch the pole. Yeah. Yeah. I saw that. Right. Yeah, yeah. And it's just, it, look, it could be any pole. Mm. I, I, I do an out and back walk mm. with a weight vest, with nine kilo weight vest. I need to get a heavier one. Um, but like, and people were like, were missing the mm. pole slap. Yeah. Like you're going to, they needed it. Like, yeah, yeah, and yeah. they'd be like, they'd realize you're out there grinding while they're sitting there on the couch watching Netflix. Mm. I'm out there getting a grind in. Like I've been to the gym in the morning. I've smashed yeah. myself at the gym. You know what we do there. Yeah. Like to then go out and do something else in, in the evening mm. and do a second workout was something that was ne- next level discipline that mm. just was, was, was what I needed. Yeah. I needed more. 
Mm. Um, and then once things started come together, like yeah. it's and it's an it, it, I won't say it's an addiction, but like I tell you what, that week it three is four, yeah. But then there's weeks that just smash you. Mm. There was times I was, I was, I was, I was coming to, I was walking out of a work a workout at the gym, and I was, I was fucked. Mm. But I'd wake up stuffed, yeah, and I just chuck my gear on and go, yeah, because I had to get done, yeah, um, and. Which is, an, which is another thing I'm big, big believer of, which I think helped was cold showers. Mm. Now, if you've, if you've done a workout with me at the gym, you know I love my cold showers. Mm. I love my ice baths. Mm. And that just added so much to me, mm. like in recovery. Mm. And I'd be, I'd be eating breakfast, feeling sorry for myself, not wanting to go to the gym. Mm. I get out of that cold shower and I do my dance around and I'm like, I'm ready. Yeah. Like, yeah. Bar, I'm going <laughs> to yeah. smash it. Yeah. And like, it was, it was rad. That feeling of just being able to switch it on and just go. Yeah. And I initially started cold showers before I started back at the gym. Yeah, sure. Like just, I, uh, I, I heard a podcast mm. about Wim Hof and mm. cold therapy. Mm. And I went, actually, it doesn't cost me anything. No. And that's the thing. It could work. It could be absolute hocus pocus. Sure. It could work though. Yeah. And if it could could work, let's give it a go. Yeah, why not? And I did and it sucked. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh it's nasty. Oh. Yeah. And but tell you what, yeah. A couple of days in, yeah. I could feel it working. Mm, mm. And I I I started then going, Well, what else is out there? Mm. And I come across the seventy five hard. And so so f- 75 hard is the first 75 days mm. of the live hard year long program. Yeah. So you do the 75 days, you do that, you cheat, you're back to the start. Yep. You got to start it again. Mm. Um, you then go into what's called phase one, mm. which is then the next step in the live hard program. You do 30 days of the same rules, mm. the two workouts, the water, the diet, no alcohol, mm-hmm. selfie, but you add 10 minutes of visualization. Right. Okay. Yeah. Now that's ten minutes of visualization about what your goals are. Mm. Sitting there, people are like, what's what's visualization? If you've never done it, I'm mm. like, I've never done it. Mm. Like it's just sitting there, focusing, mm. closing your eyes, and focusing on what it is like to have the goal that you want to attain. Yeah. If it's a Porsche, it's picturing the stitching on the steering wheel. Sure. And what it's like yeah, driving yeah. it. You get your brain into that that mentality of just knowing what it is. Mm. Then uh, you also do some power list items. So mm. three power list items. Now there are three items that you need to tick off that day mm. to attain the lifestyle that you want. Right. Whatever okay. it is. If you want to grow a business, it's three items to do with that business, mm. but mm. it's three items. Mm. You need to achieve that that day. So 30 days, you think oh, that's three items. I do more than that a day, mm. right? Whatever. But these are three items towards the goal that you need to attain. Sure. Over th- over three days, uh, three a day, over mm. 30 days, it's mm. 90 items closer mm. than you would have been 30 days ago if you'd just been sitting on your ass. Yeah. So that's the, that's phase one. Mm. So that's what I should be doing now. Mm. I should be on phase one. But I love the idea of the 75 hard and 30 right. days didn't sound like long enough for me and I wanted more of 75 hard. Right. So I'm back on 75 hard at the moment and, and that was purely because I met somebody – um, over the phone, funnily enough, she was mm. trying to sell me a Tony Robbins oh, right. ticket. And I'm like, I'm, I, I, my next step is to go to a Tony Robbins. Yeah, right. right. I'm, I love it. Anyway, but 
she's trying to sell me a ticket. I mean, six thousand dollars. I don't have that right now. Yeah, like give me a free program. And I've I've gone through lots of Tony's content anyway. So she started asking me about what I've been doing in this space, Mm. and and I told her I've been doing this seventy five hundred. She's like, that sounds fun. I'm training for a marathon this year. Right, I'm going to do it. Mm. And I said, what? She goes, yeah, that sounds sounds good. Mm. Let's do it. And she's like, I've started Monday. This is only Friday. Yeah, right. The week before. Yeah. She goes, I'm gonna, I'm ready to start. I'll, I'll, I'll sort out my diet over the weekend. We're starting on Monday. I said, good. If you're going to start, I'll start with you again, mm. and I'll do it mm. because I've, I've made that offer to many people, mm. and I even I even extended. Uh, I was going to extend my 75 days to let somebody. I wanted to finish at the same time as somebody else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Problem is. Six people started mm. or started because of me mm. doing 75 hard. Mm. They not many have finished. Yeah, there's, there's one so far. She's at day, I should be at about day 57. Yeah, right. She's she's in still going. And yeah. that's somebody I haven't seen since high school, mm. uni days actually. Right, right. I haven't seen it. She just saw my social media and she goes, That sounds fun. I need to do Getting it. On it. Yeah. She's doing it and mm. she's seeing massive results mm. in not only her body but her mind. Mm. Her, she's got three kids and mm. she's still managing time to do it. Mm. Um, and she wants her partner to get on it. He's supportive. He's doing mm. it. Or he will be doing it at some yeah. stage. Yeah. Um, the coaches at the gym tried. Yeah. Gave up. Yeah, yeah. Like not because they're weak. It's just they let excuses get in. Yeah. Like they're amazing athletes. Sure. And they're amazing what they do. Yeah. Um, and they're just at a different time of life where they probably yeah. don't need it. And you can you can ask you can ask them. Mm. They will actually say they still use things they learned on 75 hard mm. to this day, even though they didn't complete the program. Yeah. So. Yeah. For my, uh, the thing that I find most interesting about is the mental game that it plays. Right. Mm. And so I'm also, I'm very much, I've gone through similar versions mm. of things where I've used a moment in my life as the catalyst for change. Right. Mm-hmm. I must change and I must do a thing. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I'm well overweight. I need to change my life because I feel like shit because my shit doesn't fit me anymore. Mm-hmm. What do I do about it? Mm-hmm. So then it becomes a thing of doing. Um, but I feel like one of the last um, areas in my life that I really need to focus on, uh, and it's sort of, it, it doesn't have necessarily to do with the podcast specifically, but has to do with the conquering of self-control and motivation. Mm-hmm. You know, we all go up and down in those sort mm-hmm. of moments. And um, for me, uh, you know, the old, uh, you know, I call it a denial machine. I call it so many different things. But that that inner monologue and that thing that works against mm-hmm. you on a regu- on the regular uh, or works for you if you train it well enough mm-hmm. uh, is something I'm very keen to but, focus but, on. But you know your weakness, right? Oh, I know my weaknesses. Yeah, so yeah. then... You have 75 days to smash that out of you. So that's what I'm, that's yeah. what's interesting about this, yeah. right? Because I can go the no drinking. I, I, I already Ugh, do shit yeah. like that anyways. That was the easiest part, I, seriously. I'm, you know, I already kicked into doing reading this year as an objective. So that wasn't a thing so anyways. I hadn't read a book yeah. in years. I'm so flippant with books. I've, I, yeah. I've bought money, I've bought so many books on mm. self development. It's not funny. I'd read yeah. two chapters like everybody else and then yeah. I'd put it away. Yeah. And I'd, 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 you know, being the primary caregiver, I'd be taking my kids to, sure park or yeah, yeah. or somewhere and I'd bring a book with me. Yeah. But I'd sit there for the hour staring at my phone. Yeah, fucking phones. The fucking the fucking phones are bad. I know, I know. They are bad, but I they know. also can be good. Oh yeah, no. But I'm then with you. I'd I'm carry with you. these books around. Yeah. And I can't tell you how many how many f- miles or mm. f- or or flight miles some of these books that I've owned have yeah. done cuz I go around holidays, mm. I always take my books. Yeah. Never read them. Yeah. 75 hard, I read six books. Yeah, yeah. I haven't read a book in 10 years. Yeah, right. Start yeah. to finish. I yeah. finished 
five of those were books I'd already started. Mm. Mm. I just picked them up and finished them. Yeah. And the 10 pages, look, there were some days that were just literally just 10 pages and I'd be counting yeah. the pages. Yeah, yeah. And there were the days that almost felt like I felt like I needed to go mm. back and start again mm. because like I, I wasn't focused. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then there was other days I'd start with, oh, I'll get through my 10 pages and sure. then 30 pages later or 40 pages later, I'm sure. like, oh man, I've got to go do some other stuff. Yeah, yeah. I was just, yeah. I started, I didn't have a 75 hard. I didn't sit on the couch mm. literally mm. for three months. Yeah. I was either at my um, study at my, at my desk, mm. I was reading or mm. I was working out. Yeah. And it was, it was brilliant. Mm. Like, you know, um, I don't feel like I missed out on anything. Yeah. I sat down on Netflix, I flicked through trying to find something. I went, yeah. 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 There's yeah. nothing there. Yeah. I, I mean, there's an infinite amount of things you could do with your life, but it always comes down to <clears throat> what are you trying to achieve with it? Yeah. Right. And so as I've gotten older, I've realized that, you know, I've spent a lot of my life not doing a lot of really productive things. I've done yep. a lot of things that are moderately self-satisfying, moderately, you know, good. I've learned some shit. I've gone up and down with, you know, how mm. I've, you know, uh, incorporated learning into my life, you know, but, but the majority of my adult life has been pretty much just riding, riding it out just mm -hmm. to see what happens, mm -hmm. you know? And so one of my big things is I look at my kids and I just, you know, I often am saying things to them. Like I literally had a conversation with my oldest son the other day, the things that you're doing now and the bridge of 14 and 15, 16, 17 years old <clears throat> are the things that you're going to look back on later in life and fucking ask what the fuck happened Mm. Right, they're the defining moments. So these, this shapes your your perspectives and everything you're going to be for the rest of your life. Mm. And these are the things that you know you would potentially be going back and asking of yourself. You know, why am I acting this way? Why am I like this? What what? Why do I choose to be this way? Why do I take these perspectives? You know, like yeah. all that sort of shit. Look, I think I think we put too much pressure on that phase to shape the future. Like he's what what year at school is he? Ten. Ten. So he's already picking subjects based on what he should be doing at uni. Lack thereof, even picking or, it all. Right. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Like, but we put a lot of pressure on saying, well, you need to do these to do then to go get the degree, to go to get the job that's going to make you right. Or you need to choose now. How at 15, 14, 15, right? You, you're, you're not 14 or 15 now. You've had no. a few more years underneath you. No, no. But from what I liked back then as to what I like now, it's completely mm. different. Oh, and I think, sorry. I think I, we put a lot of focus on people needing to pick a path now and then stick mm. with it. So I wasn't quite yeah. saying that angle, which yeah. I do agree. I actually agree with you. I don't think yeah. it's about defining yourself. I'm talking about the the opinions you form, the way that you're shaping who you are as a person, mm. the decisions and the pathways you're going down matter. Yeah. Right. And so when you're choosing, you know, so the, it really came down to this point at which you, everybody hits that road where your friends become the most important point in your life. Yep. But then it becomes, what do you do with your friend groups? Right. Yeah. And then those friend groups can take many different shapes and sizes and those become defining moments. Right. So say, for instance, you're living a life and, and you have a shitty household. Mm. They become your family. They don't they're mm. not just your friends. They're your fucking family. And you mm. only care what they think of you. And therefore, mm. everybody else can get fucked. Right. Yeah. And so these defining moments matter. Right. And so my son had gone out and did something. and He did get curfew. So, of course, I was going to bed. I looked. He's not where he's supposed to be. So I said, mate, you're in dog shit. 
You're not where you're supposed to be. Mm-hmm. I don't really care what he was up to. I was cared that he didn't do what he said he was going to do, which is what I'm what matters to me. Yep. Um, so therefore, as a the responsible adult, I have to say, hey, fucker, what are you doing? Right? Yeah. He knows, right? And he's squirming to get out of it. He took responsibility. It's all good. But the next day you have the conversation. It was really about, you know, everything you're choosing to do, mm-hmm. you know, is gonna matter to you later in life. This is the mm-hmm. window where you're actually cementing some views, you're creating. You know, you mm. might have views of women at this point in time that may carry for a while. You know, mm. it takes a while to shake this shit, mm. right? And really, with you thinking about what this 75 heart is and this moment of actually getting to it, I actually believe men don't really hit their mark until post-35. Mm. We don't really get there because we're so fucking grinding, right, in the way we process the world, right? It's yep. just get there, get done, find this, make money, go through it. The institutionalization, yeah. right? And I'm not complaining for men. I'm mm. just saying... That's just so happens to be the thing we're rolled out in front of us. Yeah, well, I mean, you know? gotta admit we get it easy compared to the ladies. Oh, 100 hundred percent, And I, and what I'm saying is, it just happens it. to be the path we're on. Yeah, right. So I mean, he's into his water polo. Water polo, yeah, yeah. But that, in I mean, other than the the boys' club aspect of that, yeah, yeah, like the locker room talk stuff. But there's the the structure and the dis- discipline for the training. Yeah, yeah. Like, I've 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 met your son. He's yeah. fit. Yeah, yeah. And he knows that he has to stick to a certain level of yep. fitness and discipline to attain that. So yeah. he's even though he might be out playing around with the boys, he's still learning that discipline yeah. right now. But it's he's, he's showing me the signs of the shaky ground. Not that I'm worried, but it's that shaky ground, you know. So yeah. he had this view of I want to go to the Olympics. Mm. I want to be an Olympian and I'm like positioning my world to try to help shift to help him do that. And I'm talking yeah. to my ex-wife and we're doing all the stuff to try to figure that out. Yeah. And he comes home and does this and I sit down and I said, "So, you know, my baby, like, you know, a lot of these decisions can be reflective. If you want to be an Olympian, there's things you're going to have to change about your, you know, make sure you're on that path, right? Like exactly mm-hmm. what you're saying. And he's kind of like, well, I don't know if I want to be an Olympian. I'm just going, you know, buddy, like, I get it, and that's fine. I don't mind. Yeah. But if what we're saying now is that the the value chain you're slipping in is now, I'd rather go out and have a few beers with my mates than focus and work hard. Yeah, I can't let that slide specifically, not because you have to be an Olympian, but because... I need you to remember that working hard matters. Yeah. The value of your effort and what you put into things and how you choose to work at things actually is something you have to learn how to do for the rest of your life. Yeah. That's what I like about the 75 hard concept. It's a window of time where you're training your brain irrespective of the fatigue and the the weight of it and the ups and the downs. It's about you persevering, yep. right? And the fundamental aspect of it is because there is no model holding you accountable other yeah. than you Yep. That's the perfect training any one person can have. Yep. Because we are only really accountable unto ourselves, right? Yeah. We only and know I, what we're doing. I know that like I need to set my own goal and achieve it. Yeah. Like I don't have a team telling me what 100%, I, they yeah. need me to do. Like in 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 your son's chance, he's got a coach telling him sure. what he yeah. needs to do to keep his fitness, right? Of course. And he knows oh, I can probably skip on doing that work. Yeah, 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 right? yeah. All yeah. that kind of stuff. But no one, but as a mountain biker, you don't have that. Yeah. Like as a, as a CrossFitter, you have a coach telling you some things every now and then, but mm. they, yeah. they don't really care whether or not you pick up 50 kilos or 40 kilos on the barbell. It doesn't make any difference to, to them. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Whereas I know I want to push myself mm. and to push myself, I need to set a commitment and do it. Yeah. So a daily cold shower is exactly the same thing. Yeah. yeah. It's a little win. I've, I've won for that day. But I've, I think that's exactly I've it. got a win. Yeah. yeah. I've, I've, I've first, first, Hour of my day, I've already got a win, mm. and 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 the, and the Jocko willing thing of discipline equals freedom. I can one hundred percent now say I can I can believe yeah. in that now. Yeah, yeah. Whereas before, you know, yeah, I, I didn't. 
Yeah, but it, but, but you, have set, you have to set yourself up for success, right? Yeah. I always talk about the measurement of setting goals and achieving them. Mm. You have to set goals that are achievable, that you know the pathway to achievement, mm. right? So you can win. Yep. Because as soon as you set a goal that immediately caters to failure, right? That mm. it's a binary, I must do or I fail. Mm. Taking on failure, you stop. Yeah, right? look, there's some, there's some interesting stories about people that have mm. gone hard at the 75 hard and mm. failed and mm. they've gone to a dark hole. Oh, right. So yeah. it comes with a, I mean, if you go deep on Andy's stuff, yeah. there's a big disclaimer here that if you f- this up, yeah. you could go deeper than you have before in the way you didn't want to go. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. be like, careful. But, but like anything, yeah. right? Like yeah. I saw this great thing about, so I've been dipping into philosophy like quite heavily. Yeah, okay. It's been one of, the par- one of the pathways. I'm trying to dig deeper into that. Um, and you know, I saw this great picture, like meme thing where it was like, memes you know, of philosophy. Oh, yeah. It in themselves. Yeah. And so, but it was like someone with depression, you know, and then there, there's a books on philosophy was a fire, mm. uh, or sorry, uh, someone with someone who has yeah depression. It was me. The fire was depression. And, and this box, someone pouring gasoline on the fire was books on philosophy. Mm. So as you learn more about the philosophical state, which mm. as far as I've ever gotten to with any of it, it's just fundamentally being okay that we're going to die. Fundamentally, mm. it all points to the end. It's like, yes, there's all these tenets of philosophy and all this sort of mm. stuff. I'm super boiling it down. But, you know, everything always kind of lands on, but you got to be all right with being dead, right? Like the fact that you're going to mm. die at some point. So as long as you're okay with that, you can keep moving backwards from that and go, all right, well, what am I going to do with my time? Mm. You know, how am I going to make the most of this? How am I going to be a good human, mm. right? You know, what does it really boil down to? Mm. And so all these questions we have have to do with like, you know, all this other shit. So I find it very interesting as you unpack the world you know, for yourself, you start to really find, well, what am I going to do? And you could either fall down with it and just mm-hmm. go, well, we're all just going to die anyways, right? Nihilism, mm-hmm. right? What, what the fuck does it matter? Right. right, which is super dark. And in anything you experience, uh, where whether it be, you know, for yourself or part of a different journey, mm-hmm. you know, you can go, you can go any way you want, but fundamentally you have to hold the perspective mm-hmm. of what you're trying to get from it. That's why mm-hmm. I asked about that why. Mm-hmm. You know, normally your why motivator and what mm-hmm. I find in life, it comes from a place where, that is the catalyst for what I'm willing to suck hard on whatever it is and be in whatever pain it's required to get to the other end mm. because I want that why to be. Well, yeah. Like, and like, like bringing it back to my why, mm. like I looked at my mother and I'm like, lifestyle choices brought yeah. us to that spot. Mm. Like genes play a part. Don't mm. get me wrong. Sure. But yeah, my whole life she smoked. Yeah. Right. We've had, uh, we always had a bottle of Coke in the fridge. Sure. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, Standard play. Right. So, yeah, so yeah. my, I mean, semi German heritage. So, mm. you know, comfort foods are basically mm. every meal. Yeah. You know, and like, I, I just, I, I didn't, I didn't want to go to there. I don't want to mm. be like that. Mm. And, you know, knowing, you know, knowing that 95% of, 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 of that issue that she had was preventable. Mm. And I'm like, I'm looking at myself going, I'm going down that path. Yep. Yep. And I just went, nah, fuck it. Yeah. Well, sometimes seeing it is, you know, as yeah. much as it is, you got to yeah. see it. You got to see it in yourself. And it comes back to what you're saying. You yeah. know what's going on. Yeah. In you. You know what you're scared about yeah. or what you're worrying about and what makes you go, fuck. You well, know? And, there's, and, and, and there's actually been a, a niggling thought mm. in my brain since longer, as long as I can remember. Yeah. yeah. I always felt like I wasn't doing what it is I need to be doing. Yeah. 
um, procrastination is a big issue I deal yeah. with, and I still mm. I still deal with a lot of people do. Like yeah. and 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 this, but you don't. You, certainly, for hard helps just push out those things that you procrastinate with. Yep. Suddenly, don't feel that important mm. because the feeling of waking up the next day knowing I've just done an extra day of this, yeah, and I'm now further vested into this. I'm mm. not going to suddenly just go fuck it, let's just have a binge and yeah. do that. Like yeah. I know the feeling that I'm going to get and mm. I know the feeling that's coming. And, mm. you know, like this week's been tough. Mm. First week back in 75 hard was a rude shock. Mm. But, you know, like like I said, day one, I, I, I dislocated a few ribs, I know. pulled a few muscles in my back. <laughs> First workout. Yeah. And I'm like, hang on a second, hang yeah. on. This is not what happened last time. Yeah, on 75 hard. So I just have to work around it. Like yeah. I could have, I could have quit. I could, I, and I've I even put a post up on Instagram the other day. Like I was so close to quitting. Yeah. Like I was just, I was done, man. I'm like, I don't need to do this. Yeah. I've done it. Yeah. But then I, I just, I wanted that feeling again. Sure. Of just being, feeling like I'm, I can just make it work and yeah. get it done. Winning, man. Winning. <sighs> winning, winning against yourself. And it's a right? self win. Yeah, and, yeah. And like I was oh, the other night, I was so frustrated. My kids were giving me grief. Yeah, yeah. Missus was home late from work. Yeah, it was a Friday night, and I'm like, I was done. I was yeah. just ready, just like oh, I haven't hadn't done my hadn't done a workout. Yet. Yeah, it was seven o'clock at night, seven thirty. Hadn't done a workout yeah. yet for the day. Yeah, and and I need to do two of them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so there's but an, the uh, moment I walked outside with my white vest on. Yeah. I just felt this level of calm and it was a beautiful yeah. sunset. Yeah. And I looked out and I went, thank fuck I didn't quit. Yeah. Like get through. And that's the biggest thing on this program is you realize you just can't quit because the, the you just get it done. Yeah. You walk outside, you get back into your comfort zone. Mm. You're able to refocus. I walked back in the house. I was fine. Yeah. Like nothing had happened. Yeah. Like there was no, no worry in the world. Yeah. yeah. It was bloody late mm. and I could have, I would have rather sit on the couch with mm. a bunch of beers and whatever. But Who fucking wouldn't? Like right? Yeah, yeah. Pizza, beer, so, Netflix binge. Who, uh, who doesn't think of that on a Friday? Nah. Well, like yeah. I, I think I've got to redo Stan so I can get the – I think new season of Billions out again. But Maybe, yeah, I'll wait know. till after this bout of 75 hard before I yeah. get back on that. Yeah, bandwagon. yeah. I am on the, on the like, I would love to get rid of TV. Like, I just <sighs> – it's not – I'm not – I wouldn't say that I'm addicted, addicted to it. But I do find myself in that window where you're like, yeah, I'm done. I'm done for the day. I've done a lot of shit. I'm out. Just going, all right, it's time to sit in front of the TV and veg out for two hours or three or four hours. You're just like, I hate that part where I'm like, yeah, I just wasted four hours of my fucking life watching TV. Yeah, look, TV's love-hate for me, mm. just like social media. Like, mm. it, and, I, and it's not until having kids that I know that like I'll, I'll look at them just – they just can't turn the TV off because yeah. there's always something. Oh, when we, we were kids, we had TV that was – an hour of kids programming yeah. a day. Like yeah. I grew up in country South Australia where there's TV, like we had two TV channels, ABC and mm. the local channel. Mm. And there was never any kids programming on. Yeah. And so the TV wasn't always on. Yeah. And we were out doing stuff. I'm not saying we had the perfect child and we're out there like on horseback, but mm. like we're just, the TV was just, you know, a device as a every now and then. Yeah. yeah. But my kids just, and I probably, mm. you know, let them, mm. they will sit there all day staring at that thing. Yeah. Because there's always something applicable for them and it's just, and it's hard to turn it off. Oh man. Just like it's hard to put your phone down. Yeah. When you're staring at that 
endorphin rush of yeah. social media. Yeah, yeah. So look, you know, like, so I I don't mind TV as long as I can, I can I can select what I'm going to be watching. Mm. I won't sit in front of the TV now, um, just to find something because you always yep. will find something to watch. Yeah, yeah. But if I can select what it is that I want to watch, mm. um, and it's hopefully going to serve a better purpose to me. Mm. Um, I'm not going to go on and uh, if, if it serves me, I'll yeah. watch it, you know, yeah. like, but there is a metric shit ton of good content on yeah, those, yeah. on those platforms. If you look for them. Yeah. I mean, I, I read a stat the other day and uh, the number is going to be wrong that I say now, but it was like, you know, well, in, 80% in the, of all statistics are just made up. That's right. So I'm going to use that, that yeah. now and say that it was something in the excess of like 260,000 unique pieces of, content to like tv produced content mm. in just one year is created this last year in 2019 so if you think about like that type of a volume of things to choose from mm. any one person has in excess of that much shit to pick from to watch on any mm. regular basis mm. you know it's an overabundance of things to take to to deal with but then and and but that's the beauty that there is so you can pick yeah. same with the youtubes and the social media you can choose what it is you oh yeah, want to watch. 100%. You can go down the path of just letting it pop up. Mm. You can choose what podcast you listen to. Mm. If you listen to a podcast and find it, you can go deep on what they want to say. You want to see what they do. You can you can follow a lot of people, and it's we're living in a time where it's really good that people actually are so open and sharing mm. what they do. Um, and you can follow it. You can you can you can go deep on their their material. You can they give out so much. Yeah. Good content, and look, yeah. you can't pay for it. Mm. You know, you can, you can, you can, you can buy lots of programs as well. Mm. But if you look at what the message is behind a lot of what mm. there is there out there, it's amazing what you can do. Yeah, intention and motivation. Yeah, right. What is their motivation? What is their intention and the design yeah. of what they're trying to give to you? Yeah, that's a massive thing. And I think we live in an age where there's a lot of people doing that, which I think is beneficial to you know many people. Yep. Yep. Dude. Dude, how we? Oh wow, we yeah. went way over time. When, did somebody didn't want to do a, didn't know what they're going to say on a podcast, eh? <sighs> did I? Did I even talk? Yeah, did you talk? I don't know. But look, look, I have to say thanks, Joe. Yeah, like, hey, thanks for coming on. I, I appreciate, appreciate the yeah. fact that you you hounded me down. Yeah, yeah. Like I didn't, I, I, I didn't know what to do. Yeah, I've never been approached to do a podcast. Yeah, like, like, and thanks for actually bearing with me to get me to do this whether or not this goes out or not this has been fun um it, it yeah. will be going out oh, yeah yeah it's a stuff. thing it's a it's a and legit look, thing and if people like want to look at this 75 mm. hard this live hard program mm. i didn't even get through all three phases of yeah, this yeah. thing it's yeah. amazing mm. um go deep on andy frisella's stuff mm. yeah, i'll put uh, the links in the notes so that people can grab them oh, can i say link in the bio yeah do it do it hit like hit subscribe oh right no this isn't youtube yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. i don't know, I don't yeah. know. they can yeah. like i think you can subscribe let i think podcast is really subscribe. on just subscribe yeah. okay well there you go subscribe listen yeah. Yeah. and i hope i haven't bored you to death and um but just remember like you can actually turn what it is you're, you if you think your life's in an inter interesting spot just get up the next day and do something different yeah. turn it up to 11 but until you actually just take a step you won't do it yeah so mm. yeah thanks for hounding me to come in here mm. and i have massive beard envy no oh. I, I i look like i'm i feel like i'm looking in a mirror but 
just with the beard that I would I attend to. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I've, t- I've taken I've taken it right down. Ah, oh, it's looking good. It's still yeah. long. It's well, it's grown in. It's it was, I shaved it down on Friday. Oh, so you went skin. Yeah, skin on Friday. Oh <laughs> man, that it's grown back in that much. So. See, anyway. lucky there's no video on this. Just be like two bald men looking at yeah. each other. Two bald guys having two a chat. Two bald guys and a beard. Yeah. Uh, beard. Sorry, not a beard. Yeah. Unfortunately, yeah. but this this water. Okay. Too easy. Thanks, mate. Cheers, Bob. Cheers. There it is, seventy-five hard people. Uh, well worth looking into. I mean, it, I mean, they, everything sounds like a cult from the outside in, but I think what I like about it is what you can put into it, what you can do with it. You know, can you set goals and achieve them, and can you stick to them for a period of time, even when it fucking sucks? Um, that's what it's about. You know, I, I think it took me forty years to figure out. Maybe I'll give myself a little more credit. Maybe thirty-eight years to really figure out that you know it's it's what you put in that truly matters. It's what you yourself are accountable for that makes a difference. And when you do a thing that is uh, you know only unto yourself, others look at it and marvel over how you're doing that and want to know why. What's the secret? What's the magic sauce? And the magic sauce truly is it's being honest with yourself. It's not fucking bullshitting yourself. It's not lying about it. It's just truly knowing that at the end of the day you did it on your own. You didn't need anybody else to motivate you. You didn't need anybody help. You didn't need to do much other than continue to commit to the program you'd set out for yourself and achieve the goals you were willing to do. Um, you know, and that to me is something that's interesting and something we can all use to train the brain to be smarter, to be better humans. You know, um, you know, everything I do, I look to do as a good person. I try not to make it a selfish act. And, uh, and if I feel like it's being grossly narcissistic, I walk away because it's just not, it's not worth engaging from that perspective. You know, if I don't feel good about who I am, how the hell am I going to be good with anybody else? How am I going to be good for anybody else? Um, and that's been my mantra for a fair, fair while now. Um, and I've been, you know, working on the angles at which I can, you know, be better, be a better human, be better at it. Um, cause I think that's the thing, you know, I often ask the question, you know, what the fuck are we doing here? Why are we here? You know, what's the point of all this, the nihilism that can creep into my life? And I get it. Like, I, I can be truly nihilistic. But at the same time, that's just a real lack of anything greater to do and, um, you know, purpose or whatnot. And ultimately, it boils down to the one thing that um, I know that I know my impact. I know what I do to others. I know my, my value to others. I understand what I mean and how I play out in a lot of scenarios. And I think it's important to know your, know that, to know that and to be better at it and to offer a better value proposition than just being in a room and being an asshole. Um, kind of took a turn there. But anyways, I guess my point is, you know, the whole point about, uh, you know, this whole existence thing is to be accountable for what you're doing with it. You know, you've been given, given this opportunity to do something with a life, make the most of it. That's that philosophy kicking in that I've been learning. Anyways, people, I hope you enjoyed this one. I know I did. Uh, Theo's, uh, in the words of Paul Caffin, like and subscribe. <laughs> and go out and do something. Go do something new. Challenge yourself. You know, even if it's a short amount of stuff you want to get done or, or a period of time you can set just to do something, do it. Don't fucking hold back. Don't be a pussy about it. Just make it happen, people. And uh, I hope you have a good week. Uh, and I will talk to you soon. Yeah.